Welcome to Monday through Friday, Cellular Agriculture for a Pandemic-Free Future. My name is George Ortega, and this is episode number 49. I'm recording it on Sunday, September 13th at 7.40 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, I was kind of like um, mixed about whether to... Uh, to make this show an optimistic show, you know, just like basically exploring how this COVID-19 can wake up our consciences because just, you know, can, um, can prepare us to, to, you know, finally battle climate change and just get our acts together in a lot of other ways. Um, but, you know, um, I was thinking of what, what the theme would be earlier today and yesterday, and it seems like I, I, I want to, you know, for the last several days, I, I want to continue exploring, you know, this issue of morality that is at, at the heart of all this. You know, in other words, like, let's, let's accept, I mean, both the, the scientific and the theological perspectives give us the same answer. You know, we're... we're Theologically, morally, we're abusing, you know, paying people to torture for us um, tens of billions, over 70 billion animals each year. And, um, and that creates the uh, conditions that, that create pandemics. And so that's God's punishment for that cruelty. Well, and scientifically, uh, scientifically, that's, you know, basically by doing that, um, you know, this is not morality, this basic science, basic logic, you cram a lot of animals into small, you know, you know they don't have room to move and just like the, it's, the, the conditions are beyond unsanitary. You know, with, with, with chickens that are left in this airplane hangar sized shed, uh, thousands, tens of thousands of them um, in their own urine and excrement for, for weeks. I and mean, that's, that's just one example, I mean, it's horrible. Um, so, so yeah, I think that um, it's important to continue just brainstorming what, what, what is wrong with us? <laughs> you know, what is wrong with us? I mean, I mean, it's not like the past generations um, have been so moral, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, like, you know, with slavery and, uh, discrimination and uh but but you know this my generation we we grew up you know in, in the 60s 70s we're coming out of i guess i didn't realize it was so soon after world war ii in perspective I mean, world war ii ended around what 46 um so it was like 15 20 years after that and uh and you know, I'm thinking maybe, maybe like so many people had gone through so much pain that parents, you know, were um, reluctant to uh, to impose on their children after that the kind of let's say discipline that was needed to to win the war, you know, where I imagine you know people were on edge and you know you had to do right. You know, I'm just guessing on this, but you know, there was basically there was a permissiveness. That, um, that I think, you know, I think it led to some good things happening, but I also think it, um, 
we created some problems. Uh, but you know, that's that speculation is just like inconsequential, really. Like it's it's not really all that important to um, to know what happened, you know, um, or why it happened. I mean, what's important is like you know to to look at ourselves now, to to see what's happened to us. You know, not only did we cause this pandemic by our indifference, our, our you know, our callousness and cruelty to those animals, our, um, and you know, it, it shows a kind of lack of concern for ourselves also, you know, this, that kind of recklessness. You generally, you know, people um, will indict people, let's say, drink too much or uh, engage in certain activities as being reckless. I mean, this is the whole world being that way. And, um, and so, yeah, what I, my last thought was, well, it's understandable within the, um, within the framework that, you know, let's say, you know, somebody starts drinking, right? And then they, they're drinking too much, you know, for, for weeks, months, I don't know, years. But, but nothing happens. You know, this person just doesn't feel any symptoms of, of this drinking. And um, so naturally, the person's going to keep drinking. And, you know, in the meantime, you know, the, the, the alcohol, the overconsumption might be just wreaking havoc on the person's liver or whatever, just killing them, you know, without his noticing, you know. So as opposed to somebody who, um, you know, who's drinking as much, but then they begin to feel symptoms. And, you know, let's say they, they, they in, uh, with alcoholism, it's known as, I guess, uh, you know, reaching rock bottom, they just, you know, they, they pass out, they, you know, they do something, you know, there's a, a crisis event or, or there's, they experience some symptoms that cause them to, to assess, you know, oh my God, it's the drinking that's doing this, you know, drinking is killing me, over drinking, whatever, I need to uh, stop. So, and that's, that's really, you know, a good analogy for what we're going through now, because like, until now, we haven't, we haven't, um, oh, and then there's, no, there's a third scenario that I think explains us. So then there's a person who is an alcoholic and gets the symptoms, you know, and, you know, passes out, but doesn't put two and two together. Does that, oh, no, it's not, you know, it's not the drinking. It's, it's, you know, something else. So I think that that scenario explains better the kind of situation we're in. Um, I mean, if people cannot put two and two together and, and, and surmise that this pandemic curse is, uh, is a result of our treatment of those, those animals, again, either from a scientific or a moral theological perspective, if people can't put that together and, and they're not, the media isn't doing it, the politicians aren't doing it, you don't hear people talking about this. About the moral dimensions or like how we're causing this and how what we need to do to stop you know future pandemics you, you know um and because i you know i scoured the um the news uh, washington post new york times cnn npr um and i don't i don't bother with fox because they're they, they probably deny the whole thing but um 
but yeah, I mean, how do you explain that? Um, I don't know. I don't know, but um, maybe, maybe we haven't, you know, I, maybe we're too busy, you know, defeating Trump, you know, maybe like, you know, another four years of Trump is so eminently dire, you know, that, um, that we can't both address this pandemic in the right way and defeat him. Maybe there's, that would be too complicated. That, that seems like a reasonable, um, yeah, that seems like a reasonable kind of assessment. So, all right, let's say that's the, the, the case. So then I would expect that, uh, but no, I'm sorry, that, that can't explain it completely, but still, you know, there's, the media could be um, running stories on, on what we need to do. You know, people could be prepared. People don't think that way. It's like, you know, with climate change, yeah, it's happening. We're not doing anything and people are fine with that. People are thinking it's the same thing with this, but the problem is the difference between climate change and this is that climate change happens over decades. I mean, it's gonna happen. It's gonna be like, you know, much more severe than this pandemic distancing and shutdown and all that. But um, this pandemic is happening now and, and, and it could happen, you know, we can, another, we can get another one in five years. And I've, I've shown that, that table where the frequency of outbreaks and epidemics are increasing, you know, dramatically. And I'm talking about, you know, not exponentially, because that's like times, 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 but like, you know, just substantially. I mean, when you get like 40 epidemics in a decade, and that's the number of epidemics that we had during the past century, that'll tell you everything. You know, and that's, you know, again, I've shown the, the table. That's what the data shows. So, but, you know, that, again, there, there have got to be more answers. And that's, you know, between now and, you know, when we hopefully wake up and, and start, you know, doing what we should be doing, I will be trying to brainstorm, you know, what is wrong with us, you know, as people individually and, uh, and collectively as a society. Uh, it's not, and it's not just the United States, it's not just the rich countries, it's like people don't care. You know, in the poor countries, I mean, like, you know, the, the animals, I mean, like, it, it's beyond. Uh. So, so why don't people care? Um, maybe, maybe people have um, developed a kind of an attitude that, you know, they trust the quote unquote experts way too much. You know, maybe they, they consider that, well, if the politicians are not talking about this and then the academics aren't talking about this, um, the media isn't talking about this, the clerics aren't talking about this, maybe for the average person, you know, that means that, well, if nobody's talking about it, apparently there can't be a problem. You know, that, fine, all right, that explains, I think, a, a lot of this, you know, people naively trusting our leaders to, to be doing the right thing. And, um, but then that doesn't explain um, the leaders themselves and, and you know, the, the, the upper class, the, the class in power, you know, because of money, influence, whatever. Um, 
you know, I guess they, there's a certain no, noblesse oblige that comes with, uh, with having a lot of money, a lot of influence in society, and, um, and the people whose responsibility has been to lead us because, you know, they've been given so many blessings and so much, you know, they've been positioned to lead us in, in certain ways, you know, to the extent that uh, they, um, they shirk their responsibility. That, that's a major problem because it's not just with this pandemic, it's with climate change. It's, uh, you know, again, I've talked, you know, like I'm, I'm not sure if, I guess I'm, I'm an extreme liberal, like economically, I think that like, like three people on the planet um, being worth more than the bottom 50% combined, you know, three top billionaires, that's, that's like beyond wrong. I mean, you, you can't, you know, that's gotta be fraught with problems. That's just the, the tip of the iceberg. So like, yeah, economically, I think we need to, um, so that money doesn't corrupt us all or corrupt our leaders. It's happening now to, to you know, have them less money to work with. You know, so that, um, that is certainly part of uh, what needs to be done. Um, but um, I, I, I don't know, lost my, this, this is hard on, so yeah, all right, so, all right, we, um, yeah, the, um, the rich people are, are not doing their, their, their job, they're not leading us, our leaders aren't leading us. And um, to be honest, you know, I've, I've you know, I, I've worked with Democrats. Oh, what I was going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm generally liberal in a lot of ways, but you know, for example, I'm beginning to think that abortion is really wrong. That uh, you know, for 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 us to be aborting as many lives each year as die of every other cause combined, you know, um, from a fairness perspective, and think about it, like, if it's wrong to kill a child, let's say who's six months old, right? Why wouldn't it be wrong to kill? that same child six months before they're born. You know what, this, this time difference makes a, you know, makes a difference? I don't think so. You know, it's, I think that the, the issue is like, well, people deserve to live because you know, living is a blessing. You know? So it's just unfair for, uh, you know, I find there are sometimes medical reasons, you know, the, the, the danger of, uh, of life to the mother. But uh, we've been way, 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 I think, to, uh, to lax with that and that, you know, and so that's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm accustomed to blaming the Republicans for, for almost everything, but, you know, uh, you know, with this abortion issue and, and, and the fact that, you know, it's not like, a, you know, there may be more Democrat vegans than Republicans, I'd imagine there would have to be, but, you know, the vegan population in the United States is about one, two percent of the entire population, so that you know, the, the Democrats are complicit, liberals are complicit in this, you know, horrible torture of these animals and creating these conditions for pandemics. So, um, so yeah, I mean, what to do, right? I mean, like part of, you know, and, and this is, I guess this isn't just brainstorming what can be done, but maybe brainstorming how to navigate it um, best. And then even that, you know, might be a problem. Cause let's say, you know, I, I start giving you advice about like, well, 
We should be doing the right thing, but don't let it get to you. Don't get upset. Don't be afraid. Because that tends to be my, my strategy. But then, you know, that, the problem with that is, like, if you're not afraid, if you're not feeling some pain, you know, many of you won't do anything. Some of us, you know, I, I ordinarily, you know, to a great extent, don't need that kind of pain to, to teach me, you know, what to do. Because, you know, I can imagine. I can imagine um, uh, punishment in the future. And uh, just like, you know, imagining just what those animals go through, how, um, how terrible that is. But, um, but I suppose, yeah, I don't know. You know so yeah, the question becomes like, is, is it in our best interest to, uh, to remain really sane and sober and to just deal with this, you know, to just accept it? Or might it serve us better for people to be freaking out, you know, whether it's about this or the stock market, the economy, whatever it is. Um, and I don't, I don't have an answer to that. Um, ideally, you know, ideally it'd be best if we didn't deal that pain. But again, like with the, uh, with alcoholism, um, example, sometimes, you know, feeling some pain, you know, receiving some punishment is, is clearly in one's, one's best interest, you know. But uh, again, the basic question, let's get back to the basic question. Um, how do people, and you can't blame the leaders on this because like, you know, the people have to take some responsibility, you know. If, um, how are people not demanding that, that we treat those animals better? How, how are people just like eating as, as much beef and pork and chicken as, as they want? Knowing a lot of people know what those animals are going through and they, they just don't care. You know, I mean, what are the excuses? Oh, my life is so complicated as it is right now. I just don't have the bandwidth. Well, yes, that could be the case. But, you know, the problem with that is that we complicate our lives. You know, I mean, you know, we've got jobs to go through. But like, for example, if, if a job is taking somebody, let's say, 60 hours a week to finish, because like, let's say it has a huge salary and they don't have time to deal with these kinds of things so they're working all the time, I'm not sure that's an excuse. You know, get a, a job that pays less, that gives you time to be a better person. Um, but, you know, it, it extends beyond that. I mean, like, how do, and, 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 you know, I guess part of this series is what, what do people need to hear? You know, because I've, I've, I've done episodes where, you know, I've showed you the figures that, you know, this is, you know, the next one may come in five, 10 years. It may be 40 times worse, literally, you know, maybe 40 times more lethal. And, 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 and you know, I've, I've explained the antibiotic resistance that, that goes along with this. You know, 80% of our antibiotics being used in these factory farms, you know, where, um, where the bacteria just like, you know, mutate and become resistant to the antibiotics we use. And that, that some people are, are suggesting that might create a, a bigger problem than even climate change. So um, the, this, this farming of animals is just like unbelievably threatening. And um, now, now I guess most people shouldn't be expected to well I mean, most people shouldn't be expected to know things like that but no the other half of that is the media should be expected 
to appreciate that kind of threat, to appreciate the, the threat in general of, of, of you know, these factory farms especially. Um, and that's not happening. Uh, the media, you know, like, come on. I mean, like, the, the, it's, it, money is running this world. Money owns the media and money owns our politicians. And like, you know, yeah, capitalism has been like, like, like heroin or something. And, you know, not like I've ever taken heroin, but my understanding is like, makes you feel really, really good. And it seems to be working really, really well. Then you find, you know, it just like destroys things. I mean, some, some drugs are like that. And so that seems to be what, what unregulated capitalism is doing to us, you know, to the extent that we allow as much money as people have in politics. You know, don't regulate that. That creates a huge problem, you know. Um, and again, to, to the extent we allow individuals to own thousands of, of media, you know, outlets or whatever, just like, you know, they may own 20, 30 newspapers, you know, giving them undue influence, you know, and, and people use that influence, you know, um, to, you know, the, the right wingers to, to, you know, but it's, you know, even that influence, it's in the service of, of, of money anyhow, you know, because, yeah, these, these um, people who own the, the media, they have ideological twists, but, you know, a major, one of the things they're trying to do is just maintain the status quo that keeps them up at the top. Um, and, you know, so, and, and that's where, that's where, you know, like, oh, well, you know, we, we can do stuff, but no, don't, don't, don't mess with the income distribution. Don't mess with the wealth distribution. You know, I like my two houses, you know. Um, and that, you know, so money does tend to be a corrupting influence. I mean, like we've known this. Um, it's corrupted our politics. It's corrupted our science, our, our media. And naturally, it's, it's like too much money in the hands of people who really, you know, you know when, when somebody makes money, you know, that just shows that, that they're good at making money. It doesn't show, as Trump is showing us, that they're a good person or that they're a wise person or they're a knowledgeable person in terms of like, you know, these, um, these wider societal and, and global issues. And, but, but our system just, just hands them all the power. Oh, yeah, you made some money. Yeah, you, you, you um, definitely just like take control of the politics, take control of the media. And um, yeah, that's, that's where we are. And so, you know, so, you know, I'm trying to think of answers. I can't think of any. So like, I'm, you know, the next step as well, I guess, perhaps civilization is in decline. Perhaps that, you know, we are like that alcoholic where, yeah, we, 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 we understand the problem, but we can't stop drinking. You know, um, yeah, we're feeling the pain. You know, we go to the doctor. The doctor says, you've got to stop or else. And we don't stop. So, all right, well, you know, if, if that's the route we want to take, then, then yes, let's get philosophical. You know, if, if civilization is in decline um, irrevocably, then what else is there to do but enjoy the, the, the downhill slide, you know, to, to not let it get to you? Because, I mean, like, again, if, if, you know, <laughs> if, if we can't summon up the, the conscience to do what's right, we might as well just in, enjoy our descent. You know, if somebody's like, 
an alcoholic and they're in a hospital, their, their liver isn't working, you know, who, who would advise them to suffer that more than is necessary? You know, so, um, so yeah, from that perspective, yeah, we, um, we humans have been around human beings in our, this form, maybe 10, 20, 30,000 years and, you know, in different forms, obviously, um, hundreds of thousands, several million years before. But, um, you know, we've got a 14 billion year universe and, you know, probably an eternity behind that, an eternity ahead of that. And so, bottom line, it doesn't really matter whether we're here or not. You know, it doesn't matter whether we're at 7 point billion people or 9 billion people that's predicted for 2050 or we get, you know, reduced to so under a billion people, you know, just, um, we just like, you know, could, <laughs> there's a lot of, you know, I mean, one of the problems with these pandemics is like when it creates economic turmoil, then people start fighting for um, limited resources, you know, so, so who knows? Um, and that's, you know, but I mean, like I, you know, fine, you know, that, that's a philosophical perspective, you know, don't suffer this as if it's inevitable, because why? But, but I, I, I can't maintain that. I can't, in other words, like, either suggest that or live that without also continuing to try to find answers to, to what's going on. You know, um, a lot of it is, you know, that there's that saying, don't, don't expect a person to understand something when their job depends on their not understanding it. And that's, you know, that's everything. Cause like, you know, the clerics should be talking about this. The media should, the journalists should be talking about this, the politicians, but they're afraid of, yeah, and reasonably, you know, that, you know, they'd be rocking a big boat that'd be rocking in a major way and um, that there'd be pushback, but it's the right thing to do. You know, if you're going to be a journalist, then report what needs to be reported. If you're going to be a politician, say what needs to be said. If you're going to be a cleric, well, we need moral leadership. You know, um, yeah, it's not everything. You know, it's important to keep communities together. And, you know, there are other aspects of this, but, you know, clearly we're, um, we're skewed too much uh, toward just like this laissez-faire, just like, oh, let things play out the way they do. You know, it's not my responsibility to, uh, to try to change things. And that's unfortunate. All right, well, you know, maybe by tomorrow I will um, feel more optimistic and, you know, turn optimistic with the series. Otherwise, we'll stay with this, this morality thing because it, it really is the foundation of it. Okay, thanks for watching. Catch this every Monday through Friday. Uh, White Plains Community Media, channel 76, if you get Optimum, 45, you get Verizon. The video <coughs> episodes are also on YouTube, and then the audio versions are on iTunes and Spotify and some other platforms. And, um, yeah, I will, um, I just sent, like, about 400 emails to the, to the media, just, like, basically telling them this message and then pointing out to them, you know, I sent them that table, you know, they're like, hey, th these are not one in 100 year events, you know, they're, they're happening more and more frequently. So let's see if, if people pick up on that. All right, well, I hope you had a good weekend. 
And God willing, I will see you tomorrow. Okay, thanks.